Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation and White Light Publishing House. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Enlightened Conversations. My name is Raul Angelic Messenger and author, and I'm really delighted to be here with you all today on Enlightened Conversations. Before I introduce my very special guest for today, I'd like to send a happy birthday to Irina in Slovenia. And um, Irina, happy birthday, and thank you for staying up. Irina said to me, oh, I want to be... Um, the first thing that I watch your program on my birthday. So thank you, Irina, for staying up and for watching Enlightened Conversations and happy birthday. Uh, She lives in a beautiful country of Slovenia, the only country in the world that carries the word love in its name. So thank you so much. Hi, Michelle, and hi, Jack, and I saw my very special guest for today. Allow me to introduce Michael Muir. Michael is a transformational healer, teacher, somatic psychotherapist, astro-shaman, and light worker language channel for Ascended Masters Energy and Galactics. His role is to bring through energy from many different realms. After a trip to Uluru in Central Australia in 2013, he began to strongly connect with the Bolivian energy. Michael, as an astral shaman, much of his work is to awaken people's souls to their origin and to their divine life purpose. So, an amazing guest today. So, allow me to just bring Michael on to... It's going to be a great show. We're going to go for about an hour. And Michael is going to be um, joining us right here, right now. Hi, Michael. Hello. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Thank you so much for joining us on Enlightened Conversations. Thank you. Thank you for the invite, Raul. Thank you. I just did your introduction a minute ago, and uh, it's been quite an amazing journey for you, uh, particularly since your trip to Uluru in 2013. Sure. Um, yeah, my background a little bit was um, body-orientated therapy, somatic psychotherapy, mm. uh, connecting the body and the mind. And during, I guess, um, during that four-year training, we did hands-on bodywork training. And during that component of the hands-on bodywork training is when I started to speak strange sounds, which I later found was light language. And um, that's when the work started to come through me. And it was really at Uluru where I had a, a real powerful opening, um, connecting with the Palladian energy of the land there. And also um, uh, it was actually a cry-on event at the time. So really his energy is very much around uh, the Palladians as well. So it was a very powerful few days. Yeah. Michael, for people that they haven't seen you, they haven't seen your work and... Um... And the first time that I came across you on Facebook, yes, mm. I thought yeah. this guy is just loopy. What <laughs> on earth is going on? What would you say to yeah. people like that? 
Oh, um, it does, like the stuff I do sounds weird and strange, yeah? And um, I come from a science background. Uh, so I originally tra trained in uh, microbiology in England and moved over here um, to Australia about 20 years ago. And I never thought I would be talking um, a lot of strange sounds. In uh, So I guess it... So just go with the flow. That's what I say to people. You know, it may resonate with you, it may not. But basically, it's a way of getting your cognitive mind out of the way. Mm -hmm. So the sounds that I make aren't really uh, understandable. Some people, if they have a connection to light language, may understand what it all means. But mainly it sounds like a lot of gobbledygook, yeah? And it sounds a bit weird. Some, some people may uh, say it's like talking in tongues in the Christian sense. But it's basically what I believe and what I notice in working with groups and clients is that this is a, a form of an energy transmission. So even though it sounds weird, it sounds sort of uh, uncomfortable potentially to the, to, the, to the human ear, it sort of is really a, a way of bringing energy into the body and shifting your energy body. So it's sort of like a, a, a download of energy. So don't get so focused on the sound and what it all means, but just let the sound and the vibration wash over you. And I guess shift your body, shift your energy, and shift your mind. Yeah. Mm. I guess that when I first came across you, as you were saying just before, the cognitive mind plays, plays a part in it. And as an academic, and I understand that because I always had that tug of war between my academic mind and my believing angels. And yeah. I, ended up, I ended up going to a university that has an angel on the logo. So, you know, <laughs> you, still, you still go through that tug of war. But one thing that happened to me when I first saw you online is that it was exactly mm. what you just explained. I put that, that sound and that cognitive mind aside and truly what you did for me is that you actually connected with my soul and as you did that that's when I've actually found that okay there's something here and I just to be honest I couldn't get enough of watching your videos because I found you and then I went back and I started watching things that you've done in the past to actually it was kind of like a without being a horrible it was kind of becoming addicted because you're actually connecting your soul is connecting to that sound that you really understand but your mind doesn't quite get it and i recommended you to people and i said to people just have a look at michael it may sound mm -hmm. weird to start with but just stick mm -hmm. with it because the the soul connection is truly what resonates and one thing that i did was i didn't look at you i just closed my eyes and i went within and that's when I found that the true connection took place. I think that's spot on, Raul. I mean, from what you said, yeah, yeah. some people prefer to just listen to the sound. So um, if that's what you prefer, don't, yeah, close your eyes and just let the, the energy wash over you and go into your body, go into your mind and your consciousness. Some people like to see the visual. And if that's the case, because you, you, when I'm doing it, you can see energy moving in my body. So some people also like that. just depends who you are. Some people it's distracting. It's easier just to listen to the sound. And I guess this is, this is um, I guess, uh, channeled from different dimensional space, different dimensional uh, cosmic energy, sometimes said it masters, 
and also sometimes elemental energies. Um, it, it, it is seductive. It is a, a juicy energy. So it, I understand what you're saying when um, it feels addictive because it is connecting us with our essence, with our core. And um, so it is quite a heightened experience and, and, and it feels like it works on the whole chakra system. Yeah. I guess that we've been living in this world of duality where uh, we get up, we eat, we go to work, we come back home. And we actually forget to feed the soul. And when mm. you find that soul nourishment, as I mm. did with the sound that you were producing, it was something that I just couldn't get enough. Uh, mm. And I kept on just coming back to it. I've also looked at another, other people online that they do light language and light channel. But um, I don't know. I, I, I resonated with you. I didn't resonate with others. And probably the same will happen to other people. Uh, it's like going to a doctor. Yes, you resonate yeah. with a, a doctor and you resonate with a practitioner. It truly depends on who you actually connect with. I think that's so true. I mean, I, I think we're all drawn to different people at different times mm. and our soul kind of knows what's right for us. Um, maybe there's some past life connection with that person um, or maybe it's just the, the frequency that person's bringing through resonates with your soul in, in that soul group. Um, but definitely a sense of people that are attracted to my work usually find it through intuition, through a, by accident, through a friend. Mm -hmm. And they sort of, they don't really know what it's all about. But when they feel into it, experience it, whether it's face-to-face -face in a group or whether it's online through Facebook Live, they have something that touches them uh, in their soul, in their body. Mm -hmm. And um, and then they, they recognize that, it's a kind of an ancient knowing, an ancient reconnection, which sounds mm -hmm. like you experienced when you, when you um, first heard the work, yeah. Yeah, I guess that I will always say to people, and I recommend everybody watching Enlightened Conversations, go on uh, onto Michael's page, Michael News on Facebook, and you're going to find the videos that Michael has done uh, from past live feeds. And you can actually see the work and you can experience the work. And it's such an important part, Michael, that it's, it's not only people seeing you at work, but it's the way of technology nowadays that it allows us to actually experience your work because mm. it gives me, it allows me to actually get in touch with you before going to see you face to face because seeing you face to face can actually be quite confronting for some people. And sure. if I get used to the sound and your practice online on Facebook, and later mm. on I decide to go and see you, it becomes, it's kind of like I know mm. you, it becomes kind of like friendly. You may not know me, but I know sure. you. I think it's true. I think when it's, when the work's a little unusual for people, um, whether it's this work or whether it's any other kind of spiritual work or any work really, that I think the, the, the new technologies, the social media is allowing, um, allowing us to build a connection with somebody, feel, build that safety. And I think that's so important as, a, as a, a therapist as well. You know, that's the first port of call. We, especially as uh, the people I work with often high spirituality, very uh, connected to the upper chakras, but the, the lower chakras sometimes need some, some work. And um, 
I, and the base chakra, which is all about safety and um, or belonging or being here, mm. it feels like that's the first thing that a lot of us need to work on to so that we can ground the higher energies into the earth. And I think if we can build safety and connection and community, whether it's face-to-face -face or even just online, and start to spread, um, I guess, a foundation of love and strength in our base, it's going to build more community. And then, and then people do eventually come and see me face-to-face -face or do a session online, uh, on Skype or whatever. But, um, yeah, I definitely feel like the, this, this medium is a beautiful way for people to get a flavor of other people's work. But it must be funny for you because people probably walk into your studio and, and they feel like they know you and you don't know them from a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know so, what I mean? That familiarity mm -hmm. that the people, they, they will talk to you perhaps like if they've known you for a while. Yeah, and you know, I think there's, there's sort of... Uh, I think that's sort of true. There's a fami fami familiarity that gets sort of um, of seeing the person online and um, feeling their energy. And, you know, maybe it's not all, um, should we say, fake. You know, maybe there is a soul connection there and there is a recognition of the work. And so even though I don't know them personally, there's something that happens between us on the online connection that actually, um, I guess ignites the connection even if it's from past life experience yeah and i'm glad that you actually made that connection there that link because it's quite important to understand that the work that you're actually doing is truly to awaken people's souls not only to connect with you but to connect with themselves and to as you said to achieve the the divine life purpose what they came here to do and sometimes it may take us this lifetime or another one or it may be awakened right here, right now, in this, in this moment with you talking to people out there. Um, mm. You do run sessions. Uh, I know that you do have a studio in Sydney and you run group sessions in Sydney. But if people want to see you as well, they can do so online, yes? You can do it on Skype or Messenger. Or... Sure. I actually feel that... I mean, some people like the face-to-face -face connection, and, mm. and I feel that, you know, it can be a little bit more um, potent in, 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 in a live group, and I feel like the, the, the group situation does uh, enhance the, the, the content and the energy. However, I do feel that um, what I've experienced doing on social, uh, social media stuff, Facebook Lives, the energy is still quite as potent just... Um, just doing through through that. So I do take um, clients from interstate and uh, other countries via face face uh, FaceTime, Facebook, um, yeah. Skype, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I still feel that it's yeah. it's it's activating their their energy in this soul. Yeah, and it's quite important. That I just got I mentioned before at the top of the show that Irina from Slovenia is actually watching us, and is Irina's birthday today. So happy birthday, Irina! And she Happy said to me, yeah, she said to me, oh, I want to be the first thing that I watch on my birthday, your show. So she actually stayed up because she wanted to connect with you. And that's such an important thing. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> because it's probably about midnight in Slovenia. Um, and I always yeah. remember it. Yeah. yeah. I, only, yep. I always remember it. But she's still awake and enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I remember Irina fondly because she said to me when we first met, do you know, Raul, Slovenia is the only country in the world that carries the word blood in its name. And, uh, and it's something that's stuck in my mind. And that's something that you actually do so well, Michael, in your work. That unconditional love that you actually send to people through the connection, through the way that you talk to people, through the way that you actually do the life language and, and the way that you actually make yourself available for people. Thank you. Um, I guess my work feels just really a, a, a calling that I've always um, had. I mean, I've always wanted to support people. Um, even back in the days of science, uh, I, I was helping people with leukemia. And then I moved to somatic psychotherapy, which obviously, I'm, and I still work with people in a, in a traditional therapeutic sense because I enjoy the variety of the work. Um, so I feel very open to, it comes kind of naturally, and it also, um, as I connect more with my essence, it's, 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 uh, I feel like I'm here, really here to support others in connecting to those, their essence in, in whatever way I can. Um, so it's pretty easy for me to do. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. But Michael, to people that are there listening to us and watching us, can anyone do light language? Um, I don't feel like it's everybody's soul calling yet. I feel like people have many um, different uh, different soul gifts, yeah? Um, I feel like at this time on the earth, as the energies are accelerating, um, there is a, a, I guess, an upliftment which is allowing a lot of more people to connect with light language. I don't, I don't think everybody will do light language, but or open up to it. But I think there's more and more people, so there's a possibility that you may be watching this call. And and I have had people that work in my groups in Sydney and clients that have come to me, and as we've worked, a byproduct of this healing sessions is that they've opened up to their light language. Yeah. Um, I'm only asking that question because I've seen some people online trying to mm. teach other people how to use, how to actually, I don't know, talk in light language. And yeah. I'm a bit, I don't know, perhaps that's my academic mind and I'm a bit skeptical because I think that we all have the potential to be a doctor, but do we really have the passion, the skills? And as you perfectly said, the calling to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, to be a plumber, mm -hmm. to be a motor mechanic. Uh, mm -hmm. It takes a particular mm -hmm. calling. You need to be perhaps so inclined for that knowledge and that skill to come easily to you. Is that not true? And also, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't really, I've seen the, the, that people do, do workshops for pe uh, uh, supporting people to speak light language. I don't really know so much about them, so I can't comment on those. Mm -hmm. But for myself, uh, it wasn't something that I trained in. It was something that came to me, I think, from past lives, really, and I op reopened to it. Um, so I, uh, my, my sense is that if you're meant to do it, it will come innately, um, or, or it won't. Um, but that's just my experience of the process, personally, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that you need to follow 
I usually say to people, drop into your heart chakra and follow your heart. Uh, that passion will ignite, that connection will ignite. Whatever you're meant to be doing, you will be doing, but it's a matter of truly finding what is it that actually makes you happy. Does it make you happy? Exactly. And I feel that um, there's so many other different forms of, of healing that it doesn't have to be light language. And, it, and some people write light language, yeah? There's a, I think there's a Facebook pay, a group called Keepers of the Codes. And okay. if, you, if, you list, if you look at that Facebook uh, group, you'll see uh, diff people writing light language. So there's many different forms of, of light language. And you may not speak it, you may write it, you may uh, do hand gestures. So it just really depends, I guess, on who you are in your soul calling, as you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, the question is, as I, as I was just mentioned before, does it make you happy? For me? Yeah. Ah, it does. It may, it, uh, I feel like uh, it's opened my energy body and made me feel lighter and more joyous, you know? It's like I'm connecting with more energies of my true nature. And so it's a, it, over the time I've been working with it, as much as I have supported others, it has uh, supported um, an internal transformation in my own state too. Yeah. Um, how do you deal with um, what you used to do before to what you do now with family and friends? Um, <laughs> uh, so it's been a bit of a journey, yeah? So, I mean, I moved from science to therapy, then therapy to speaking strange sounds, yeah? <laughs> so... What did your I mom say? <laughs> uh, mom say? Uh, I, there's not... I don't go into it. Okay. But, but she's happy that I'm happy, you know? She's happy Absolutely. that I'm happy. So some people, um, some family and friends are open to it, some people aren't. And uh, at first, I guess the more... The more I got comfortable with who I am and the work I bring through, I don't really mind people's reactions anymore, whether they're good or bad, because I feel like I'm on track. And, um, and when I'm having an off day and when I'm having a bit of self-doubt, that's when the, I think the critique comes in from the external just to remind me to stay on track. So I feel pretty, pretty happy with where, where I'm at with it and the people's responses, yeah. <laughs> I think that is a beautiful statement that you just made because so many people tend to have different personas, yes? And you simply don't change who you are. You just allow people to like or dislike or to mm. talk or not to talk about, but you're not changing who you are in order to please somebody else, and that's quite important. Yeah, and I think just growing up, um, a gay child in the north of England, you know, it set me up for feeling different. Mm -hmm. It set me up for feeling a little bit outside the norm. So as I've transitioned in my work from and work and worked with my spirituality and the light language and everything, I've all it's it's just been an extension of of growing up feeling a little different, you know. So it doesn't come as because I know as people step into their, to their soul work, it can be a little confronting. Um, some past life fears can come up and some trauma, past life traumas can come up around the throat, around the solar plexus, coming into your power. Um, and I think it's just working with those edges and knowing that um, it's part of the process and that 
Um, it is a little different to, to the uh, societal norms, but that's okay, you know? <laughs> Listen, I feel you and I understand you. I grew up in South America as a gay child, uh, mm. believing in angels and talking to angels with my grandmother and my mother. But the outside yeah. world didn't quite understand that. And now I ended up writing a kid's book for angels because now you can talk to children about all that and they put no barriers. They really go with it and they really understand. Have you had any experiences with children and light language? I've had a couple of uh, uh, children come to events. Um, with uh, it was when I've held events in Sydney, and I've always found them very delightful. And it's sort of yes, their energy is very light, and um, they're very receptive. You know, very receptive to the work because they're not as I guess conditioned or they haven't formed opinions as strongly yet. So they just sort of really allow themselves to absorb the work, which is really yeah. beautiful to witness. I guess that what we see now coming through is what I call them. Uh, our little rainbow warriors, yes? Yeah, for sure. They do understand that. They do get it. They do, and I think as the frequency of the, the earth shifting and, and, and the parents' energies are shifting too, I think the, the sensitivities and the psychic gifts and potentials of the next generation are just going to become stronger, more, and more powerful and more, um, more mainstream. And that is going to allow people like us, I think, to be more mainstream and actually um, be uh, respected for the work we do and what we bring to the earth at this shifting transitional time. Yeah. Yes, yes, I totally agree. I think that the, um, the shift is actually, or, or the crack on that veil, if you wish, it's becoming uh, wider and wider. And then people are actually resonating in more with their souls and what the souls is actually telling them to do much more than what society is actually telling them that they should be doing, they should be driving, they should be owning. And mm. we're, doing away mm. with the, we're doing away with the owning and, and paying attention because in the end, what we really own is the lessons that we're going to take with our souls. The rest really doesn't really matter. I, I agree. And I feel like there's so much, uh, I guess, there's a turning within the um, within society around disappointment and disenfranchisement of, of the, the 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 structure that's holding people at the moment with the political uh, structure and and uh, the way the world's run. So I think people are yearning for more, yearning for more connection within themselves. And I think uh, it, it, and I feel like it's our role to su to support them with the energies that we can bring through and the guidance that we can bring through to really simply I don't feel uh, I feel like all I do is really bring them a conduit for different energies to support people reconnecting with themselves uh, and my flavor of doing that just happens to be light language yeah. <laughs> and what a great flavor I'm not sure I've forgotten to bring my watch so I'm not sure whether how we're going on time have you got a watch or clock thing handy uh, let me, I can't see. Oh, let me give me one. Do you want me to have a quick look what the time is? Sure, please. <laughs> give me a second. Give me uh, one second. Well, yeah. Michael is actually having a look at the time uh, because Michael is going to do an exercise with all of us uh, in just a moment. And, uh, and I just wanted to make sure that we're not running short in time. So we're, we're, at, a half, we're at 25 past. Okay, 25 past. So we're going rather well.
Uh, before we actually get into um, the transmission of the light language that you're going to do, Michael, um, yeah. just for the people that are watching now, tell us where they can find you if they are so inclined to do so. Um, so there's a few options. Uh, you can check out my website. Uh, it's uh, www.soulmagiccollective.com. So www.soulmagiccollective.com. I've also got a um, Facebook group uh, called Soul Magic Collective that they can join, and it, it will um, give them access to... Um, free light language transmissions. There's also free YouTube transmissions on my website if people want to hook into those. And there's all, and or they can add me on Facebook uh, as myself, Michael Muir, and they uh, they will also have access to um, some free stuff that they can sort of tune into from time to time. Yeah, and I think that that's a really great idea as an introduction to light language to go mm. to your Facebook page and to watch those, and then. Take it from there. And as you were saying before at the beginning, if it's not for you, simply move on. <laughs> sure. And, and I just wanted, is, yeah, go on. I just wanted to answer a quick question that came up earlier about leukemia and um, can light language support? Because I mentioned leukemia as, as past work um, uh, when I was working in science. I feel like, the, uh, just on that note, um, I feel like the work I'm doing at the moment is in, in groups in Sydney is around uh, cellular transformation, shifting the cellular consciousness, um, DNA, uh, mitochondria. And so I feel like the answer to that question would be, I think there's a potential that we can shift uh, diseases such as leukemia. Um, in the future, we'll be able to use energy medicine much more. And, and the sound can actually shift the cellular consciousness that will then shift the disease potential, the genetic history of the cell. It's a bit like shifting, I guess, the, the hereditary um, trauma that we carry from our lineage. I feel like it's all uh, potentially interchangeable if we actually can uh, work on the cellular consciousness. Yeah. It will actually make, and this is my academic mind coming into play, but it will actually make an excellent case study to be to be studied by somebody doing some uh, research in university and connecting mm. that with light language. It will probably take mm. a few years to follow that through, but hey, time is there and time will well, pass. Well, there's interesting stuff going on in the world um, around different modalities now, and I'm sure as time goes on, um, we'll get more sort of, uh, I guess, scientific backup, scientific proof. To support yeah, and, the findings, yeah. And that's what is needed because if you remember, <clears throat> probably less than 15 years ago, um, insurance company wouldn't, wouldn't actually accept if you were going for acupuncture or myotherapy. And nowadays, mm. that's part of your insurance. Um, you pay the premium to actually be able to claim that. So that will not surprise me that in a couple of decades, we'll be going down that path. And also, also validating the work and we cannot really move away from being souls living a human experience michael and we live in a society and everything that we do in essence for the major skepticals need to have certain validation and now you go to doctors that will send you to an acupuncturist and that's what i say to folks you know that don't know my work is that i think 
even when I was doing somatic work, body work, I feel like I always tell people to come and try it out, whether it's online or whether it's face-to-face, -face, because it's about having the visceral experience of it in your own system, in your own mind, in your own body, because then you have the own validation, your own validation that it's for you or not. Um, and I think people do need that, and, and people do get a little bit wary of diff things that they don't understand or haven't heard of. Um, so I think it's about um, warming up the consciousness, you know, mm -hmm. warming up your ego to, to trying something new that can be a little frightening at, t uh, at first, but um, it's about giving it a go, I guess, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, um, well, I'm just planning when I'm going next to Sydney to visit family and hopefully oh, cool. I'll make it around that time where you're actually holding a workshop or go and see you on a private session, we'll, uh, we'll do something like that uh, in that the lovely. distant future. Fantastic. Yeah, great. Shall we go into um, a transmission, do you think? I think so. I think so. So okay. um, just explain to people, set the scene a little bit on what do we need to do? Um, do we sit? Yeah. Do we lay? Whatever. Oh, okay. So. So um, before I start, I guess just getting comfortable. So that can be sitting up, that can be lying down, it, it, eyes open or eyes closed. It's really up to you. Whatever, however, uh, when I'm doing workshops as well, um, I, it's really for me, uh, I feel the body uh, uh, is most um, able to receive new information if it's relaxed, yeah? So just... A position that you feel good in it feel good in as a body so that your energy channels can open and relax and then we can just sort of work with the sound that comes through so what I will be doing is just making some sound which I channel through which is which is called light language but is is a, a series of sounds that um, don't make sense to the auditory uh, Ear, but it's a, a, a sequence of sounds that are hold a vibration that will um, I guess uh, support you coming into your own energy, activating your own energy, activating your own soul, feeling more connected, um, and sort of working with your own soul extensions, bringing everything that you are into the now. That's what I feel like the work's about, bringing everything that, um, bringing all the information that you hold as a soul into this moment. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so I feel guided. Um, firstly, to to do something particularly for the birthday girl, yeah. <laughs> uh, Irina, beautiful. Yeah? So this is this, but this is also for everybody, yeah. And so the sound that wants to come through, because you said she's from, was it Slovenia? Yes. Yeah, and it was about love, yeah. Yes. Slovenia is about love. So I feel like this this first transmission that would like to come through is basically for the heart chakra, yeah. Beautiful. And this is a transmission of love from, should we say, the Divine Feminine Energy, we could say um, Mother Mary, or we could say uh, Kuan Yin, yeah? Okay. Um, but it, it is, it's basically a transmission of energy to support an opening, and uh, an opening to love within the Heart Chakra, yeah? Beautiful. So all you have to do is, uh, I guess, listen to the sound and get comfortable as I make the sound. You may want to watch it visually, uh, the energy moving in my body as I channel, you may want to close your eyes. So either or, okay? okay. So we'll just do that.
किसी बुद्ध रंधन का दर्शन के तरह दिदी 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 को दबा लगी ऐले पता रखो इश्वर रंधन का तो यहाँ तरह का रंधन का किसके तो कत्तो तो तो इसको इश्वरी पुको इश्वरी शिवन रंधन का ही रंधन का ही शिपुको तो तो रोज ये पता की उन रोज यो 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 ये बातें का तरह का ये लगा यो 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 पता को तो 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 के पापा तरह का अली रंधन का ये पतो तो ये पकाता ये Padahal dunia kata, lara kata 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 lagi. Kau tu 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 kata kata kata, syala kata 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 kata. And just taking. Couple of breaths there, and resting into the stillness of the energy. Noticing how you feel in your body, in your mind. In this expansive, expanded heart consciousness that we have created together, if you wish,、uh, feel free to ask any questions on the message, on the、uh, comments, or anything that you're experiencing. If you'd like to give feedback, all is welcome. And then coming back to the space.、Yeah. That was just beautiful, Michael. Really uplifting. It was. How are you? I felt like an expansion. In the heart. In the heart. Yes. Beautiful. beautiful. Yes. Very still right now. Hey. <laughs> 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 so,、uh, should we do some more? <laughs> yeah. It's also good for viewers to drink some water either during or after this session,、um, just to flush any toxins out that have cleared from the energy work here.、Yeah. Excellent. So when I was、um, walking down the street this morning before before we started,、um, I was thinking, "Oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> what am I going to do for you guys?" And、um, and it felt to work with the throat. Yeah,、mm. the throat and the solar plexus, especially. Okay. So I think we're going to work with the throat next, and there's a lot of folks I feel at the moment、um, having throat stuff going on.、Mm. You know, as 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 their throat chakras are opening, so that they can bring through more of their、um, truth, whether it、yeah. you know soul truth, whatever you want to call it. But as 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 the energies are shifting, us I feel like. This is a point of of of, of past life trauma for many, where、yeah. it's hard to、uh, open open their throat and speak speak up for what they believe in or what their soul wants to bring through. So I guess this this then energy now is for particularly the throat to sort of I guess release with the intention of releasing any um, uh, 
uh, I guess it would be energetic distortions or past life trauma that has been um, that has been caused in the energetic template to, to yeah. uh, block the uh, oh. the throat speech. Yeah. Uh, so let's just work with the energy of the throat now. That felt to me, Michael, like an, it was like a hot knife on butter on my throat and everything just melted away. Beautiful. So it feels like it was just a sort of subtle releasing of anything that's been restricting the throat chakra mm. so that we can, I guess, come into, come into our, our personal power around yeah. A fellow author the other day reminded us on Facebook, and her name is Sally um, from um, White Light Publishing House, and she was saying so many people are actually out there saying, speak your truth, and we are forgetting about speaking their truth. And that actually is what you have done. It sort of like allows us to open that, that area to speak their truth. I think so, and I think for particularly our community, the spiritual, energetic, light worker, shamanic kind of community, um, working with angels, whatever you, your particular flavor is. I think we've had many uh, reincarnations and in that there's been a lot of buildup of, of past life trauma where it has been safe to speak or it hasn't been okay to bring our truth through, especially in a spiritual sense. So um, even back to the days of the Cathars and that kind of lineage, it's almost like 
um, we hold all of this in the energetics of the body through the, um, and so as we open in this new transitional point of the earth, there's a lot of fear coming up in mm. people because I think many of us have got to this point before in, in our spiritual journey or our path and then had some kind of impediment happen from external or I don't know, the culture, whatever. Mm. So I think there's a fear, a, a real core fear ignited when we start to step up, which I think keeps getting reignited every time we step up that little bit further. Um, and I think that's what a lot of us in the light work type community are, are facing our own sort of um, blocks or uh, fears, resistances to, to, to speaking up and being showing up. Yeah. yeah. It's risky to be different, yeah. <laughs> it's well, risky. yeah, tell us Against about it. it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, let's move to the solar plexus, yeah. Lovely. So again, the solar plexus is, is the power center, the, 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 um, and that this is the center that also can we can contract around fear, around if we are frightened or um, or if uh, or if we are expanding and there's some sub, 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 subconscious rumblings of the past coming through, it sort of it, it come the the, the the anxiety comes up to purify as we expand. So I and a lot of us have also had wounds from the Atlantean times where there was um, a misuse of power. So mm -hmm. there's fear around um, misusing our power again and it going into some sort of catastrophe or a fear that um, we won't be able to use our power and something will go wrong. So it's just all, all that stuff around power struggle, yeah, internally, externally rejected. So we'll just... We're just going to bring through. I'm bring, going to bring some through some energy, really, to support the the clearing of the solar plexus, so that we can again feel freer in our energetic body, releasing some of the restrictions of the past lives, so that we can bring more of the soul in, so that we can um, move forward in whatever way that may be.
energy through your body, through your feet, through your base, to the earth. Taking a few breaths. Wow. How are you doing there, Raul? <laughs> oh, Michael, that was amazing. It, it started like, um, if I can put it on a visual for people, on my solar plexus, like a point, like when you do mm. a dot of ink, yes, on mm. wet paper, and the mm. ink starts kind of like spreading out. And it was mm. that beautiful energy of spreading out and opening up that solar plexus. But at the same time, as the solar plexus was opening up, it, it truly connected my heart and my throat and all of the other chakras, so it was beautiful. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Ooh, yeah. and, and, and again, it's sort of like, I feel like the work that comes through me is really about connecting people up and, and as well as down. So, uh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, how, so, so can somebody just... Uh, pop the time on so we know what time um, we are, if that's all right, on the, on the comments. Uh, yes, I can. Because I, I think someone can, because I'm happy to do a little bit more if we've got time. Okay, um, Michelle Lightworker, our producer, she's the... Ah, beautiful, it's 10 for We've got uh, Andrew, hey. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like I just want to do one last piece in, before okay. we, and we can uh, round up, no I guess. But, um, this is really about. Um, this is this is a message from Thoth, yeah, Thoth. So the Atlantean priest king. So the, and that's who I've been guided to work with in in my live events in Sydney this year. And he's he's working particularly with the with the transformation of the the body through um, cellular consciousness. So. Uh, I feel like this, this energy that wants to come through is really about um, a deprogramming of um, negative traits, should we say? Uh, so, say again? So, sorry, such a synchronicity, Michael, because I, I was gifted at Christmas by a good friend of mine, Laura, a book mm. called The Tablets of Light, uh, ah. channeled by Danielle Rama Hoffman. And is mm. she's actually talking about Toth there? Ah, beautiful. and the whole book is about it. Ah, fantastic! Well, he 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 also um, wrote a book called uh, the Emerald Green Tablets as well, uh, which is uh, maybe it's a similar. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, and um, it's basically a transmission of consciousness. Through the, the written word, yes. and um, so I feel like what he's doing with me is actually um, he's bringing through a transmission of consciousness to shift the cellular, a sort of cellular level, so that we can actually awaken. And part of that awakening process is to re uh, release the the genetic um, imprints that we've collected along the way from family, from past lives, but 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 all the way from the first incarnation in the energetic template. Um, he's wanting to, to purify those out so that we come back to a state of peace, oneness and stillness within okay. each of the individual cells so that then that can be 
um, a uh, platform, a platform for um, a new uh, consciousness state to arise on the planet if we can all move towards more of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this energy that now would like to come through is from Thoth, and it's really. Um, it's sort of like it's going to, uh, it's, if you can imagine, it's going to dance around the edges of each cell, like the cellular membrane of each cell. Mm -hmm. And it's going to just work on uh, uh, shifting and releasing any energies that no longer serve. Yeah. So, so definitely for people to drink water after this session. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. so all you, but again, all you have to do is really listen to the sound. Settle. I want you to imagine that surrounding you is a, uh, a a blue bubble around your energy and your auric field, and this blue bubble is going to surround and protect you as you integrate uh, and assimilate these energies during your day. It is uh, overlighted by the energy of Angel Michael, and it is really just to support you in a cocoon of love and light and powerful strength as you integrate these energies that we worked with today. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessings be. So just gently grounding yourself and when you're ready, coming back to the room. Wow, that was amazing, Michael. Are you okay? How are you going? Um, I think I need to have a lay down. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, but it was just, it's just, I felt what you said about going to, uh, I was picturing my, my biology teacher 
drawing on the board the membrane of the cell and, and that's the way that it felt it going that way but also the sound was going through every every part of my being and then going out uh, it was like it was fluid I love the way you uh, can articulate your experience so well it's so nice to <laughs> to have people that that are open to this work and able to feel it, it, it and and for the listeners uh, everybody experiences it in a different way everybody feels it in a different way sometimes people feel it in their body sometimes people feel it in their energy or their mind so it's just whatever really um resonates for you i just go with your own flow for sure correct michael i cannot thank you enough for being a, a part of enlightened conversations for um, making yourself available for bringing truly your gift and uh, not only to us but truly open yourself up to the world and uh, and I, from my soul to yours, I just want to give you a big hug and thank you. Oh, thank you so much for the uh, warm, beautiful invite too. Um, it's been a pleasure to uh, share my work and share um, share what, what, what my journey has been today. Thank you. Just before I let you go, for people that may be watching now or later on on replay, if you can tell mm. us, please, um, where they can find you. Okay, so uh, you can sign up to my Facebook group, uh, Soul Magic Collective, um, or you can look at my website, soul ma soulmagiccollective.com. You can also sign up uh, to me as a friend on Facebook, Michael Muir. All of these will give you free transmissions, keep you up to date on my workshops um, and other events that I'm, I'm participating in. So, um, yeah. And just you, and people are welcome to reach out and um, message me on Messenger, mm -hmm. or uh, give me a buzz if they'd like to arrange a session. And I do uh, half an hour and one hour healing sessions with light language, both face to face and through uh, distance healing, which could be on Skype, on FaceTime, or through Facebook. Yeah. Michael, before I let you go, a final question: Have you thought of doing? Um group work online at all? Um, I have, and that feels like it's my next challenge, mentally okay. and technologically. Um, sure, sure. I am, I am hoping to uh, start some group work online, maybe on Zoom, um, mm. and uh, bring through, uh, yeah, some online activations. I haven't got my head around the technology yet, but... Um, oh. It, for the future, yes. And if anyone wants to give me some guidance, they can message me. <laughs> Actually, uh, um, our our um, executive producer, Michelle Lightworker, you may want to just chat with her um, behind oh. the scenes. She has used Zoom uh, using on Enlightened Conversations last year. So she can give you the ins and outs. Oh, fantastic. That would be beautiful. <laughs> Thank and you because so much. I'm like you, I learn along the way and I pick up new things, but yes. You need to become comfortable yeah. with that technology in order to be able to do it with people later. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I feel like the work that I do is particularly uh, activating people, and I feel like it's supported. It's to get out to as many as I can um, at this time. That's the guidance I've been given. So I feel that uh, I'm very much open to doing online groups for sure in the because future. Because to 
to many people out there, Michael, they probably, if they live in Australia, they may not be able to get to you in Sydney. Um, I always think of um, economical situations that people may be in and they may not be able to fly to Sydney to forecast so for, the, for the workshop and all of that. And when you actually make it available online, it becomes in your own lunchroom and yes. probably as well, the price would be much more affordable to people and you can reach out to people around the world, really. That's, that's the aim in, uh, down the track for sure. Mm. And yeah, I agree with everything you just said um, <laughs> because sometimes it's, um, it's just not possible to do the face-to-face -face financially yes. for sure. Yes. Michael, once again, thank you so much for your gift, for your kindness. I wish yeah. you so much <laughs> unconditional love and all the best for the future and we'll keep in touch. Thank you. Thank, thank good you. luck with this program, guys. Okay. Thank you so thank much, you. Michael. Take care. We'll Bye-bye. See -bye. you soon. Bye. And as Michael is going off there to continue with his day, and uh, thank you once again for joining us on Enlightened Conversations. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you all here. Thank you once again, Michael. Happy birthday, Irina, in Slovenia. I hope that not only Irina, but all of you enjoyed the program here today uh, with the beautiful gift that Michael Muir brought to all of us. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to thank my sponsors for this program, Light Worker Foundation, and White Light Publishing House. Thank you all very much, and until I see you next time on Unlighted Conversations, remember, believe in angels because they do believe in you. Much love to all. Thank you.